Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and it's my pleasure today to be joined yet again by Dr. Brian Strump. Brian, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Brian always brings it. He's a, he's a quiet dude, but uh, definitely has a knowledge, runs a huge clinic gym hybrid facility in Charlotte called Live Active Charlotte. And uh, you have certainly uh, dealt with the blows of 2020 very well. But one thing I love about you is you run a tight ship. You have a very good business based on great business principles. So I was hoping we could dive into a couple things today. How's that sound? Yeah. Awesome. Let's awesome. Go. Now, uh, I will do a, uh, what do they call that? A um, blatant self-promotion here, Brian. As you know, I recently launched Clinic Gym Connect, which is a marketing CRM communication platform. And uh, marketing is just kind of a piece of that. If you just communicate well, I think you would agree. Communication is the basis of marketing and client retention and everything. Uh, Would you agree with that? I guess I should ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so I'd love to go over some strategies that you've used in the past. How many years you had Live Active? Um, we started the gym and the, and the office together in uh, 2010. So just almost 11 years. Wow. Congratulations, man. Thank you. And it's been totally smooth sailing. No problems. Uh, yeah, no no difficulties perfect. whatsoever. <laughs> now you're actually part of some other groups that, that uh, help other gym owners um, run better businesses, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's great yeah. business. Yeah, and uh, and you guys are seeing if if people had some good business principles set in place, um, they're able to deal with the the storm of twenty twenty, huh? Yeah, I think there are some things that people could have done right and well, and they're seeing the yeah. You know, there are some gyms that are are better. Like uh, we'll, we'll we'll be better off off of this from a revenue, wow. profit, how we run, efficiency. I think. I think a lot of gyms can, can use coronavirus as their excuse to make some of these changes that they wanted to do for mm-hmm. a while. And, uh, and they've done them now in the name of the pandemic. It makes yeah. Well, it, it certainly, uh, identified the holes in the system, right? Yeah. If you oh, had any. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, maybe today I was hoping we could talk about what you've learned about getting new leads for the gym or for your practice. Uh, and then I want to talk about once people enter your system, maybe talk about what the first year is like, how often you communicate with them, what you get them used to. And what's interesting about your facility is you had members for, I think the average length nationally of a fitness membership is like seven months or nine months. What's the average length of your membership? Yeah, it goes up and down between 37 to 39 months just a bit, and on like how many new people we have. In so a month over month. three so, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow, some people, and the longest people have been with us since we opened, since May. May of 2010, it's probably wow. like, I guess 11 or 12 people still yeah. there. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's I mean, nuts. they've made 120, over 120 monthly membership payments yeah. to you. Right? Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely wild. Yeah, I mean, that's almost a mortgage payment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, since you see all these, these businesses and you've run your own, um, on the front end, when people are going out there looking for new people to add to their gym. So if you're talking to somebody who's maybe they're just starting their gym or they want to, they recently increased their square footage. So they want to go out aggressively to get new leads or new people in. What strategies have you seen over the years that work real well? Yeah. I mean, in terms of just getting the people in, not, not, not necessarily communicating with them yet, but just kind of like ways to get them in there is what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Right, so uh, it's, it's everything that happens before the first time they step into the gym, you know, for that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we do have some, 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 uh, Facebook guys out there for like cold audience traffic, you know, uh-huh. we, we invest a little bit of money in, 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 in those. And some just like branding ads. The one thing that we did do in, um, which, 
I think is great but difficult to do, or difficult to decide on, at least for me, was we invested in having like profession, a professional videographer come in and um, hopefully you'll notice and you'll see some of our videos are like looking much better than they were in the prior nine years. I never really saw the the benefit of, I'm a big like numbers and how much is this going to get me from this investment. Right. And the problem with those videos and brand awareness is that like you don't see it right away. You know, it takes time. And you, you spend $3,000 on a videographer and editing yeah. and then you can't see a measurable difference for months, huh? Yeah. Now that I see that, it makes sense. So when I talk to somebody else that questions, it's like, there's a reason why McDonald's and Ford still pay like $2 million for a Super Bowl commercial. Right. You know, like they don't, but they, they see the value of that, of that $2 million or, or Budweiser. Right. So, um, yeah, so, so we do, so the, that was, a, that was an investment of like, like good quality, um, stuff to have videos that show like our facility as a whole, the gym and mm-hmm. the doctor's office, then just to be able to share so people can see it on your, on your website and on our marketing. But, um, you know, besides that, I think the, the number one way is just by talking to people and, and relationships. If we look at like our business as the relationship business and the reason why people are here for 10 or 11 years is like, there's no doubt that they could get the same results cheaper elsewhere. Mm-hmm or similar results cheaper elsewhere. Like we'd be kidding ourselves if that's not the case. Right. Um, but like the relationships that they've formed with us and, and how we can make them feel and how we can help them or how they feel that we want to help them I think is important. So, you know, just if I already have clients, you know, ask, you know, asking their friends, asking them, you know, if, if, you, if you were a PT client of ours and you were, telling me about you going to play golf this weekend depending on our relationship i would maybe making it making a joke about the other four guys that you're playing with or if you tell me yeah you know my buddy tim big that dude that always crushes the ball i was like oh maybe, you think tim would do better here maybe we could get him a little slimmer a little stronger a little and like oh you know i never i never really thought about if tim would do that i said well you know i, well, I always you know, love that that response like i never thought about that it's like how yeah. did you never think about that? Like so, you, you tell me every time you're in here, how, how well you're doing or how better you feel or how much better you're playing golf. Like, why wouldn't you think about that for your friends? Yeah. So like asking for referrals, I, 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 I struggled with it more in the doctor's office for sure. Cause I think yeah. it's just more difficult for somebody to talk about, you know, um, whereas going to the gym and exercise is a lot easier topic. I think for everybody to talk about than to yeah. explain what the chiropractor does. Right. right. And you can bring somebody so, in to work know, out next to you. You typically don't bring in somebody to get treated next to you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I would say like, you know, Josh, why don't you talk to Tim and maybe uh, let's schedule a two-on-one PT session, bring you guys in and teach you a little something and then we can put together a workout. So now it's like, I've got you who is a, a let's say a high paying personal training client. You're bringing in your friend that's probably seen your benefits and your changes on golf or in your body or in your, in your physique mm-hmm. often. And now they're coming in. You know, typically if you could, if, if, if you're paying 500 to a thousand dollars plus for personal training, you probably have some friends that would, that could potentially see the value and have that same mm-hmm. willingness to kind of do that. Yeah. So that's, you know, that, that's how we grow most of our personal training is just word of mouth and referrals, asking, asking mm-hmm. for them but listening to what they say, you know, now, like, whether it's a coworker, spouse, whatever. Yeah. Now it's, it's pretty rare in the world of, of marketing or in the world of fitness, even if that friend says, Hey, you got to go to my gym. I love this place. It's done so much for me. That single event is fairly rare to be the thing that tips them over, right? Sure. Like yeah. you have to have some supporting, whatever you want to say, some supporting information, which in your case, you mm-hmm. said you have these professional videos done. I know you guys do a great job of telling the story of Live Active, and I've watched some of those videos. I'm, I'm very impressed. Somehow they got you to be good looking on camera. I mean, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, really yeah. well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good, fantastic lighting. Yeah, but, it, but yes. in all seriousness, how many times do you think the average person has to be hit by your brand before they truly make that like before you can push them over to hey come in? Because because you you know yeah, Tim might yeah, hear yeah, about yeah, it from sure. his friend golfing, and then he's going to mm-hmm. check you out on Google, then he's going to. Look at your Facebook page. Yeah. And so, yeah. So the important thing, I'm going to answer your question, but the important thing for gyms that are listening 
is that our best way to get new people in is not telling you to tell Tim about it or giving you a little card that says, hey, Tim, here's a free PT session. It's like, talk to Tim. Let's book this. You guys come together because now the odds of Tim coming increase like a hundredfold than you giving him this little coupon that says come for a free session. Even yeah. if that's a free session, I'll tell you, Josh, you know, we, we, we won't take this session out, out of one of yours. Bring Tim. Let's work you guys out. And then, and we'll do like a little walk-in consultation with Tim when we're done and we'll try rescheduling. But to answer your question, you know, let's say Tim does come in, but then he's like, oh, I'm so busy, Brian. I got to run. Um, uh, I'll talk to you soon. It was great. Then it's like, how do we follow up with that? Mm-hmm. Right. So we have him fill out the waiver. Right, we get his information, and we use a, a, a CRM piece similar to what you were talking about that has yeah. text, phone, uh, email campaigns, and we put them in there. And then I think the one thing that we do better than a, a lot, a lot of gyms is our is our follow up and touching touching base with the people. Um, like we were talking about before, you know, the, the software company that we use mentioned that that they did a study of probably a few, you know. I would guess at least 2000 gyms. I said the average took the average client six contacts, whether it was like automated email, phone or text to finally come in and schedule that initial consultation, whatever it is that you do as a free session, whatever that might be. And, and just to be clear for those listening, uh, you know, email is typically the cheapest quote unquote, the cheapest. So, you know, getting a MailChimp account or, or any email provider. But one of the reasons it's also the cheapest is, it's the least effective out of those three you talked about, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to do the phone because it takes a lot of effort, yeah. but I don't know another way to get somebody from questionable to into your gym other than the phone. You can text them and that helps, but the phone can create such a powerful early relationship and build trust. Um, you know, and text messaging certainly gets through to their phone a whole lot more often than that email will. So if anybody's listening thinking, yeah, I just have a MailChimp uh, account. I'm going to put people in there. At best, that works okay. But when Brian's saying this, it's email, text, and phone call combined that really drive people in. Yeah, because now, like, in that case of Tim, you know, let's say he came in today on Thursday the 19th. We would text him tomorrow in the middle of the day. You know, hey, Tim, just want to touch base with you. Like, we probably wouldn't call right away and leave a message because he might not get back to us. We would text him right away, you know, touch base, how you feeling, uh, uh, I'm sore co- as hell. I'm getting yeah, more yeah, sore. Yeah. Co- coach, you know, co- coach whoever said said that you did great. Um, okay. Short touch base. Let me know if you have it. So we'll definitely like mention the coach's name. Say yeah. did you great? It was great seeing you. Um, Josh said he kicked your ass. You know, maybe like make maybe maybe a little joke about it just so they right. kind of know that it's not just all business. And then just leave it like, hey, you know, if you got any questions, let us know. We'd love to see you back again. Mm-hmm. And then we have like a a document that we kind of move, move them through. And then maybe we would manually reach out, text or phone call during those first five to 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then once we get to that to that point, if we're having a conversation, we might keep it going before we put them into like the automatic stuff. And then we have it set up where over, you know, they go, they start off as a lead, then they become a, a pending lead, and then they become an inactive lead. And during that, during those three stages, they'll get a number of um, texts, or emails based on dip, based on how, how they came in. And then our, you know, somebody will get a certain prompt, say like, Hey, you know, Tim's been in our system for 30 days. Mm-hmm. So reach out with a call. And then maybe we reach out with a call, depending on if we, if he's been responding to an email, if he's been responding to a text message, you know, and the text messages are, are crafted in a way that you should feel like they're, um, personal and and many right. of them are but then some of them are are, are automatic based on right. based on based on the days and I got one from a process I took my wife's car to Jiffy Lube and I got the most it's a text message but it's like you know Jiffy Lube 178972446 right. at whatever do not reply to this message you know and then it's like your car it's been 3 months since your oil change. Would you like to come back in? Reply one for yes, two for no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, could you be any more of a robot? Like, could yeah. you, like, it's not hard to make this feel a little more personal. And you just took every bit of human interaction out of this. I mean, like you wrung out the drops of human interaction, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you know, 
And I think it's great when like you're saying, Hey, the coach talked about you. There's some ego play there. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, your buddy said that he whooped your butt. Now you're, you're connecting him back to that kind of pride and, and the community. I mean, you're building community from day one. I think that's awesome because, you know, for a lot of group fitness, that's one of the reasons it's so, so successful is if you can get people working out in a group, instead of Brian, the trainer being the guy to bring them in, there's four other people, five other people, 10 other people in that class that they, that are working to bring them in every day as well. You know? Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just really listening to like, we had a guy the other day who went on, like he came in and met me, sat down and he was like, you know, uh, talking about arm steering, they complained about his hamstring. And I was like, well, you know, here's how we could help you and do this. And he's like, oh, I know. And I went to arm steering. I was real. I was like, did they even know or ask you about your hamstring? Because we're talking about it right now. Yeah. He's like, no. I was like, see, like, that's, you know, and so I was like, I'm going to point out to them, like, how we're different and, and what we're doing. And then, when, and then when he leaves, if he doesn't, if somebody doesn't sign up, it's like, three days later when, when, when we text him, we're going to mention that. So he knows it's not going to be like, oh, this is just yeah. like a random text message. And that, that, not to cut you off, that brings me to why a CRM is so important. You know, keeping those notes early on, like uh, Brian came in, talked about his right hamstring to the trainer coming from Orange Theory. I mean, you're talking about three sentences there that make those texts later seem so much more powerful. Instead of saying, hey, Brian, or, how are you? I can say like, hey, man, I just want to check in. How's that right hamstring question mark, right? And then that, they're like, oh, wow, they, there's no way that could be automated. There's no way that's right. a robot. They had to really, not only are they texting me something personal, wow, he really paid attention to me when I was in there and I talked about stuff. Yeah. And, and having a system that can track those and keep that data is unbelievably powerful. Yeah, I mean, I think back to, we've been using a system like this for the last maybe three years. And at first I was like, ah, I don't care, like learning another thing of software. Um, then I think back with the first seven years, is like, how did we even do this <laughs> yeah. without any of this? Yeah. Like, in, in the olden days, it was like olden days, 2015, somebody would come in or, or, or we'd meet them. Like, okay, just fill the waiver. And it's like, uh, uh, you're not ready? Okay. See ya. Maybe we'll meet again sometime. Dude, Eventually. can you imagine? Yeah. So, one of the things in our system that we allow for is that you were talking about reading that post, you can capture uh, keywords. So you can go to an event and say like, you know, text word stretch to this number to 702-487-8874. And you capture all the data on those people. And I think back, like, I don't know about you, but we, I did so many live events. Uh, my first three years in practice, like trying to go out and meet people. And it's the same thing. Like we'd meet them. Oh yeah. Does that, you know, we'd work, do some muscle yeah. work on them. All right. How's that shoulder? Oh man, it's so much great. It's so much better. Cool. Yeah. Well, if you need a chiropractor, let us know. And then poof, I just let them go. We would call them like two days later and that was it. I probably have, I mean, not anymore. I mean, I tossed, I'm sure they're all in the trash, but I can't imagine how many pieces of paper with a name, phone number. And email oh my God. I have. Yeah. You're good. If you called them two days later, I would just like maybe add them to an email list. But I think about those thousands of people I met mm -hmm. If I would have just followed up with a decent, I mean, like, like a three-step marketing process, like here's a text message checking in next time. Hey, you know, it's, it's Brian again with Live Active. Uh, love to have you come down if you're interested. Are you available this week? You know, there's your second message. And then maybe another, send him another video or something. My God, I think I could have been five times as big and, you know, one oh, quarter yeah. of the time. Yeah, and, and, and then I think just think about like how, how this stuff even works on me. You know, like if you know, I said no the first time, and I said no the second time because I was busy or I was traveling or I was on the whatever. And then it's like, yeah, I'll buy your Frisbee or whatever it is that you were trying to get me to to buy or purchase or, or what, what have you, you know, because like, yeah. But like the next day I would have went and bought the other places Frisbee if you weren't still like, following up and then like right. some people when it first started I was like you know what I don't want to annoy people and then <laughs> you're like you, you have to ask these people until they tell you no and like I hate maybe I'd rather you tell me no because maybe yeah. is like just dragging me along and dragging me along like just say no right. stop calling you fine I don't care if you unsubscribe that's one less person I need to worry about and it's like 
it's it becomes a numbers game. Yeah. And then just being respectful and all all of those things, and not just kind of like spamming them with crap. But I I think that I, one I, of the I got over that. I think one of the downsides in our business is like when you come from the chiropractic world, and and that first initial sale, let's just say it's two hundred two hundred dollars for that initial exam or two fifty, right? Mm-hmm. That I think it's not as impactful because it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my friend who's a mortgage broker, and you know, every deal for him is is going to be about five to ten grand. Yeah. And what's interesting when you're saying like I'd rather have you say no, he's been incredibly successful, and the, the, he says the gig in the mortgage industry is you'll get leads from companies like, you know, Zillow or realestate.com or something. Um, so-and-so is looking for a mortgage and you call them. Guess how many times they try and call them in the first day? All right, probably like 10. At least. It's, yeah. 12 attempts in the yeah. first day. And then it's eight attempts the next day and four the following. So 24 attempts in the first three days. Because he said, if you, all you have to do is establish, be the first person to actually get a hold of them. And you'll win them. There's no worry about like whose rates are better or what brand. Nobody cares. You're more right, right? Like right, it, right. It's, it's, not, it's not that much of a difference. Yeah, and it's not like a brand name. Like oh, I prefer uh, right. You know, Rogue uh, barbells to yeah. uh, to Illico or whatever. Like yeah. it's just it doesn't matter. Yeah. But when you have that ten grand per deal, you know, like mm-hmm. the chance of you you're willing to make a few extra phone calls. But when he told me that twenty four touches. In the first three days, I'm not talking about spread over a year, brother. <laughs> like right, right, first three right. days. Oh yeah, fast. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, I would rather have you pick up the phone and go, no, we already found somebody. He's like, great, because now I can cut it off at 16 right. or 12 right. and just or move on mm-hmm. to the next one. And uh, I couldn't believe that. And he's like, he's like, but here's the kicker: on average, it takes us nine attempts to get a hold of somebody. Mm-hmm. So they almost have to get halfway through their 24 attempts to even get a hold of that person. Right. To establish that phone call, you know, and he's like, every once in a while you get them on the first ring, but a lot of times you're getting them on the 12th or yeah. 13th. I'm like, and, and, wow. and now that we put, you know, you mentioned that like the average length that a member stays and we used to always kind of have a vague idea. And in the last three years we started tracking it better. And then if you take you know, that number, you know, and then you look at what the average person pays you, now it's like, okay, now these phone calls and these text messages are worth $9,000. Right. Then it becomes, okay, it's not a waste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this ninth call is with the average when I get them. I know I've, only, I've already done eight. Yeah. With this call, statistics say that's when they're going to pick up. Yeah. Now it becomes that like nine or $10,000 phone call. Yeah. And most when people, you, most people can't, even get over, can't even get over the first one or the second one. You know? Yeah. I mean, if I were restarting a practice or a gym today, I mean, with the tools available like Clinic Gym Connect, but I mean, I'm, I'm pimping that because I yeah. built it, believe in it. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just saying like any of these opportunities where you can make phone calls, text and email the person. I, I really wonder if you could build a, a if, if I gave you a laptop, Brian, and the ability to call, text and email and you had you moved to a new area where you didn't know anybody. How long do you think it'd take you to build a gym to get a hundred members in it? Yeah, I think we're starting to see in the gym business, right? Just, you know, gyms that, you know, before if it would have taken the average of 10 years to get here. Now it's like the average of five years. Now in 18 months, gyms can, you know, how much they're keeping is a whole nother story. But in terms of people walking through that door, I think the, you know, obviously the internet changed it and then these new CRM and, and email changed it from phone and, and now text and just this entire platform, similar to what you talk about that, that, that you have. I think gyms in you know, 75 to 80% less time can, can, can scale their business if yeah. they're you know, set up to do something just based on how much quicker you could get to people now and follow up with people now and how much, how much quicker they respond to a text message then an email and how much easier it is to see an email and accidentally delete, I mean, see, see a text message and open a text message and accidentally mm-hmm. delete an email or, yeah. or, or never see it. You know, I'll get, I'll get, you know, we're going through some stuff at home right now and trying to get a loan and I'll get, you know, nine emails from this guy and then I'll go to my spam and I was like, how the hell did this email get in here? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, like, like the text is 
It doesn't happen with a text message mm-hmm. you know, or with a phone call. Too. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't want everybody to think like uh, text is the, it's all you need. Like I think email still has a place. It's like, you know, now we have video on demand. There's still a place for movie theaters, although they might not be open now, but there's yeah. still, you know, even after Netflix, there's still a place for cable news or when TV came out, there's still a place for radio. Like, all these things work. They just have a better context to why we use them and when we use them. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say, go ahead. Yeah. Well, like we can eat, people will put up a, with a lot of maybe uh, not so valuable emails before they'll cancel or unsubscribe. They won't put up with a lot of useless text messages, pinging them all day long because they open them, because they read them all, right? And so they'll cancel you very quickly if you're not careful but learning to find that balance and sending valuable information or ways um, is, is great. And plus, you know, I think I, like emails work great for when you make hotel reservations. I know you travel a lot. You make a hotel reservation, they send you a confirmation number. I mean, I just keep it in the email inbox. Like I look for the Hilton, you know, uh, Scottsdale or wherever we're going. I don't think that texting is necessarily a fantastic way to do that. Um, although it could be if you text the day of or the day before you're checking in, you know, I think that's a great way to do it. Uh, so, so there does, it does take some brain power to know when is the best time to use a certain media, but there's also a good time for snail mail. I mean, like it's nice to receive a birthday card. It, you know, a birthday text is cool too, but a birthday card is even more impactful, I think. Yeah. I think you know, I was going to say, um, uh, I was making some notes for as we talked. Yeah. Um, I think when when the, the difference, like you mentioned, the, the hotel, yeah, because like urgencies, there's no urgency there. Like you just booked with a hotel. I don't think a hotel texting me confirming my my reservation is needed or Airbnb. Yeah. I don't need that text message. But when somebody in a lead contacts me and I want to get in touch with them as soon as possible because they're shopping for something, mm-hmm. that's why I think that's why I think phone and text are the quickest way because if, if I called you and you were looking for a gym and you were at work and somebody texts you in between patients in a minute and a half, you could be like, yeah, I'm looking for a gym. I'd love to come in here. If I call you, maybe the next day, you might hear the message that night, the next day or two days later, you'll make a note calling back. I've already lost you. And that's where I think like the text and email, like the, like, like the text plays the greatest role in the speed of which I can get to that potential client once you're a client of ours we'll still text but it doesn't to confirm an appointment or if they need to cancel an appointment some people mm-hmm. are like i don't want them emailing a coach two hours before that they need to cancel you might not even see that but a text message that much well i get but to schedule something out in two weeks from now i think email is certainly a great, a great use of that because it doesn't need to have like speed as a part of it yeah. Yeah. Booking those flights on Southwest airlines for you know, four months from now, like yeah. we're not really concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking to get into the tennis crowd locally? Then I would highly recommend you check out racketfit.com. Now RacketFit is designed by the same crew that brought us TPI, Silos Performance Institute, but it's designed around the game of tennis. Now, if you know anything about tennis, you know that it is a fantastic pool of patience because typically tennis players can pay cash and they can come in for performance care. It's everything that you want in a patient. They show up to appointments, they're easy to deal with, and they've got money. So highly recommend you check out racketfit.com so that you can serve those tennis players better. It's all about the assessment of uh, tennis and the moves that the players have to make, and I can't recommend it enough. So check out racketfit.com. Now, you mentioned something there, like once somebody becomes a member, I think sometimes we make the mistake, and I made this mistake too, you work so much on the front end to get them in. Once they get in and make a payment to you, you kind of drop the ball or don't communicate as much with them. Uh, I know you, obviously, if you're if your average client's sticking around for 37 to 39 months, I mean, that's, A, that's incredible, Brian. Congratulations. You've obviously you set up a great business. But B, what communication methods do you think or, or touch points are important once they have that ongoing relationship with you? Yeah. I think, you know, for starters, there's that saying, I don't love it, but what is it like? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Something like that comes, like these touch points need to feel and be um, legitimate. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, like they need to be real and not just like, 
and that's why like you know when i go to the dentist or when i get a birthday card from uh the financial guy that's like or a christmas card from the financial guy it's all like stamped there's nothing on it you know yeah. like that you gave that like 40,000 cards. So that doesn't, <laughs> that, that, right. that, that's not going to be like, Oh my God, these guys are so nice. And, um, so once they become a patient, then, you know, in, in, in our software, right, we're, we're moving them over into, uh, a new client. So the contact becomes a little bit less frequent, mm-hmm. but we're seeing them consistently. We have a couple different set contacts after the first two weeks. After the first month, maybe there's a phone call in there, checking in, and there's a text to make sure that they got X, Y, and Z. That's part of the gym membership. Um, make sure that they've been added to our Facebook page. So a couple of different texts, some emails in there that, that don't have to be, that aren't as as, as pressing in terms of speed because they've already joined us. Um, uh, cards, like you said, you know, if we have a patient that just had a shoulder surgery or back surgery, or wisdom, whatever it is, you yeah. know, um, something like that. Maybe we'll send them uh, a fruit basket or a edible arrangement or whatever. We have, you know, staff that has a credit card that they know that they could spend up to X amount of dollars based on nice. based on this. Like, hey, Brian, you know, somebody has a baby, so they know, okay, we're going to order a onesie. Somebody had a dog pass away, so we got them with, like a dog that they like had for eighteen years and huge dog people. So we so somebody found them like a little um, wooden carved like dog Christmas ornament that had the dog's names. It's just like mm-hmm. little thoughtful things. It's not just like right. everybody that has a dog die. We give them the same, <laughs> the same thing, right? right? Um, but a lot so, of them, so the messaging is personal. Up, I mean, so you're doing as much automated messaging as you can up to a point where it should, it's no longer appropriate to be automated. Like it yeah. needs to be personalized. Yeah. I always like love that. There's a, there's a statement I heard at a conference and guys like, you can't automate a hug, yeah. you know, but what you can do is automate everything else. So you have time to give a hug. And I'm like, you know, that's a good perspective. Like I, your appointment reminder at your dentist, like you're, yeah. I'm sure you're okay to say like, Hey Brian, we have you down for 10 AM on Tuesday. Does that still work? Yeah. That can be as automated as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when yes. you walk in now, the, the front desk person ha- isn't sending out appointment reminders and now she, she or he can stand up and be like, Oh, Mr. Strump, it's so great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Let me shake your hand. Let me get your right. water, you know, yeah, like that I, extra time. Our, our automated emails are more education wise. Um, our text messages are more confirmation of appointments. If they, if they sign up for a class or something like that, it is like the automations are in terms of like education and fitness related. So we'll send cars, you know, and, and we'll stop there. Um, we'll stop there. They're, they're Facebook pages. You know, we remember what we talked about about the Bright Spots Friday, right? So somebody posts that. We had a girl that finally got a contract to write uh, a comic book for Marvel. She'd been talking about this for like the last two years. So it's like, hey, wow. so, we, so we stalked her page. I started talking about it. I was like, we need to send her a card. And in our car, we have, we have like four different kinds of cards, whether it's like somebody dies, somebody's born, PRs, whatever. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And then we fill them with possible outcomes, death, yeah, yeah, yeah. Birth, uh, what <laughs> yeah. else? Are, what's between those? Yeah. It's like death, birth, good stuff. I like the three, I yeah. like the three things. So we fit, you know, we buy big jugs of confetti, you know, people love it. S- selfishly. It's, uh, it's, um, a good, good free organic content. When they take it, they take a picture of it and they share it and say, Oh, my gym's so great. We'll have people that say, you know, I'm 43. Nobody sent me a birthday card except for your gym. You know, thank you so much. Da, da, da. Um, P- P- PR cards, you know, if, if they told the coach, hey, I got a promotion, whatever we could kind of, everybody knows as a group to like listen to what's happening, to what's going on. And so, so we do send a lot of cards. But also, and you're, fi- you're actively finding reasons to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. We, we, we always send birthday cards right. know, at the beginning of the month, but it's like, but, it, but they're all totally handwritten. Yeah. With the girl that doesn't share, like, does an amazing job. She might write a little something about yeah. them or related to the gym. One, um, one so cool feature that we threw in our software kind of because of this is, you know, one of, one of the things we found is like um, after, say, your new patient visit. Like if you come in, Brian, you're talking about your low back and, and you happen to mention that, you, you know, one of the reasons it's your low back is hurting is because you, 
you just adopted a new dog and you've been walking her every day, whatever. And her name is, let's say, uh, Mitzi, right? So one of the things we want to be able to do is, is check in with that person. I'm sure like at your practice, you like to make that first visit phone call afterwards and Hey, Brian, I just want to check in how you're doing, but that's kind of cumbersome, especially if you got a lot going on and it's now six o'clock at night. So what we have is, is we call it scheduled texting or delayed texting. I can write the text message after your 10 a.m. visit, right? But I can schedule it to go out anytime. So maybe I say, hey, I want it to go out tonight at seven. It's going to say, hey, Brian, want to check in how you're feeling. Also give Mitzi a scratch for me, right? So you have that kind of personal feel. But, you know, one of our, me- our members brought up the fact that, hey, that's great. But they said, I work with a ton of um, runners and triathletes. So I'll ask them like, hey, what are you training for now? And they go, oh, I'm training for, uh, you know, whatever, Ironman Madison or something. Okay. Well, when is that? Oh, it's November 23rd. Cool. And they'll, they'll go into their app and they'll write a text like, hey, Brian, I want to see how uh, the race went. Mm-hmm. And they'll delay it for months to go yeah. out at like 4 p.m. on race day. And I just think what the, per- the, the impact that has when some chiropractor you talked to a month ago happens to go like you get a text from him the day of your race in the afternoon going, Hey, how was the race? You know, like, I'd love to hear about it. Just the impact that has about our relationship. Like, Oh my God, you remember. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to break their heart and say, I didn't really remember. I scheduled it right. to remember. <laughs> but there's technology for a reason. Right. Yeah. And, and, and like that saying that you said from that guy right. is, um, you know, and, and I may, I'll make, I make little notes. I know, I know I've got a, I've got a patient engine member that tomorrow has shoulder surgery. <laughs> So on my calendar, I wrote down his shoulder surgery. So mm-hmm. we'll send him a text tomorrow. I'll just touch base with him. How's it going? He was doing personal training and coming to the office. And he's been putting it off for a while. How, you know, so I, I might send him a text like tomorrow evening. You know, yeah. how was it? How did everything go? And then, and then we'll make a little task in our stuff. You, mm-hmm. know, you, can set, you can set a task for that person. to just be like, hey, you know, have we heard back from Jeff? If not, let's reach out to him on the phone call. So then now we know like that would be the next step beyond stuff that you can't automatize. You know, you can't have things that are automatic every single possible thing, right. you know? Yeah. And it, it shouldn't be. I mean, yeah. you know, like uh, 1-800-Flowers or whatever it is now, uh, there's a website. They'll let you automatically send on recurring dates. So like anniversaries, your sister's right. birthday or something, you know, you can send flowers a week before your sister's birthday. Uh, you can do all that because it happens every month, but there's no way it could know when you need to send flowers to make up some ground you lost uh, on a <laughs> yeah, yeah, recently yeah. with your wife. You know, like it, it can't. Yeah. But but if you don't forget your sister's birthday, a few years of that, she's going to feel pretty good. Right. You know. Yeah. If you don't I mean, miss yeah. every anniversary, she's going to feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, oh, these these flowers showed up. We were away for a week for our anniversary. What do you what do we shop flowers for? Uh, yeah, and then we, um, you know, the other thing in terms of that we started it we've been trying to do for a while but haven't been um very successful until until the last two years was doing these goal reviews for people and just like sitting down meet, meeting with them talking with them for 15 or 20 minutes you know asking them what they've succeeded in in the last three months asking what they're struggling with in the last three months and it's you know just two things i think one it's it's free you know, we don't, we don't charge them for that 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not that people would, wouldn't pay for it, but now it's. So but it's, it's just part of your membership. Yeah. I so think. it's just part of that. Yeah. So it, it does two things, right? They tell us that they're struggling and it's our opportunity to explain, okay, maybe our nutrition program could help. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. personal training could help. You know, let's see about how frequently you're coming. Like, you know, I think we just need to work on a scheduling. We don't have mm-hmm. anything else to schedule. You just not, just not show up, <laughs> you know? And and then on the other hand, if, if they don't purchase something new, that's fine. They know that we care about them. We took time out of our day to listen to them. And maybe now might not be the time for them to pay for that nutrition or to add personal training, but it's still kind of building that value and that relationship, which was like the very first thing that we talked about in terms of, okay, they care about me. They want to see me do well. They're contacting us, but we also, you know, will run a report. So, so we do the, when the goal reviews, um, we, we do this quarterly as a gym, January, April, July, and October. I found it way too difficult to follow each person individually every 90 days to do it, and we sucked at it. 
So in 2019, I was like, there has to be something easier. I, um, I was paying quarterly taxes and I was like, this is so easy. Why don't we just do it? On these well, hold on. And you didn't say that this is so easy paying quarterly taxes, right? As you're writing no, a big fat but, check, you're like, but, this hurts but, enough, but, but planning it. It's memorable. Was, was, was <laughs> and, and I found it that we got a lot more people to do the goal reviews when the gym as a whole on those months. Ah, interesting. Talking about that. We, we, you know, we could create content. Again, that, for that community month. effect, huh? Yeah. We could create content for that month. Coaches could talk about it. We could post about it. We could share stories about somebody's goal review versus it was like, Josh is a goal review, and next week's this person, next week, and like every mm-hmm. single month we're doing these goal reviews. We're just getting not exhausted, but we were missing a lot, and people wouldn't know about it because it's like, okay, we reached out to Josh um, three times and he didn't schedule. Mm-hmm. All right, well, then maybe next month or next month or next month. So now it's like every month we're kind of talking about it, posting about the importance. And if somebody misses it and they want to do it on a different month, that's fine. But we use those four months to kind of go through those goal reviews. So I think asking people, the other thing that it does is, some people that might be thinking about stopping when you're talking to them and maybe helping solve some of their problems, maybe they didn't buy PT or nutrition, but you gave them a tip or now they're feeling like, okay, I've, I've been listened to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do what, what, what Josh told me. And I'm going to start coming more, more consistently. Of course I can't quit a place that I'm not showing up to and blame it on them. Like I need to at least show up consistently. Yeah. Um, so I think goal reviews are very underutilized, probably similar in the doctor's office in terms of like a, you know, that uh, follow-up, check-up, those kind of things yeah. in the doctor's office in terms of letting the patient know that, like, we have a plan for you or the, or the gym member, like, we have a plan for you. What, what, what are your goals? Okay, I help your shoulder. If I don't know that the shoulder feels better, but they really want to be able to deadlift again because we've never talked about it, and then they leave and want something else because they didn't think that I was the shoulder doctor. I was only the shoulder doctor. You know, I think you'd miss an opportunity of some keeping a client longer. The other thing that we do that I was afraid of for a while, and I know a lot of gyms are as well, much more in the doctor's in the gym and the doctor's office, is running those reports. And when you know gym members are in for two weeks, and we text them, you know, we, we we text them once. The following week we call, and the following week, um, you know, we text, we call, then we email. I don't know what the other is. Um, and then, and we follow up with them. Hey, where are you? I haven't seen you in two weeks. Hey, where are you? And I, I was afraid to do that the first couple of years because I didn't want them to be like, hey, oh yeah, thanks for reminding me. I need to cancel. But that almost never happens. Right. People have been gone for like four months. and like, oh, my daughter had this. I was traveling. My grandpa died. My dog was sick. I'm so glad you guys kept checking in. It meant so much to me. And the other thing is, like one thing I know that Brian's talking about is the, uh, when they cancel, if somebody calls in to cancel, it's almost impossible to get them back at that point. However, if you can preempt that by a month or two months or three months and say like, Brian, you're just, you're just not coming in. What can we do? Can we throw a personal training session at you? Or you want to bring in a friend or anything that just gets them re-engaged? I think it's from, if you re-engage them and they end up coming back, I think Tom Plummer told me it extends their membership by about three months. And if you, you know, do it again in a year and a half, it extends that by three months. And, and you just keep pushing it out there rather than just waiting for them to call and cancel that one day. Uh, he calls it the rule of eight. If they have, sorry. Yeah, I think it's the rule of eight. If in the last six weeks they have less than eight workouts, call them. So he's, he's found that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we, um, I think that's a good way to look at it as well. And, then, and, and, and they might not respond to the text or something that says, oh, I was just in the accident, I'll be back, my back's just mm-hmm. sore, whatever. And they just, you know, one, one more week, maybe they weren't coming in, but then yeah. you brought up a good, a good point. But I'll tell you, you know, we, we were, I was telling you how we, um, our system allows us to text all the new patients after, you know, mar- internal marketing is so interesting because like, I just had one of our members tell us, uh, he said, you know, I send that new patient text to every one of my new patients and I rarely get a response. Like I'll say, Hey, I just want to check in how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. How's your dog Mitzi? He's like, and I rarely get a response that night. Or if I do, it's like, I'm fine. But he said the next time they come in, they're gushing like, I've, I've never had a doctor follow up. I can't believe you remembered. It was so nice that you mentioned Mitzi. You know, when, and it increases that personal feeling a lot. Maybe it's too early for them, early in the relationship for them to share that via text. But, but it registers. It's deposits into that long-term, you know, relationship savings account. And, 
And if you do more of that, then when you go, I don't know if you guys ask for like Google reviews, but when you go to ask for a Google review after three or four of these great interactions, those things are paragraphs long. They're not like, you know, uh, active Charlotte's great. Love it. Brian's nice. You know, like those are crappy reviews. It's like the, I, I've never had a fitness, uh, a fitness facility that actually kept me engaged and all my friends are here. And, you know, I, I was thinking about leaving and then they reached out and they provided great, like it's going on and on of this five-star review. And that's what really will drive people to your business when you get enough of those reviews. Yeah. Two and three word reviews are just like, you know, just, or just five stars or something. Yeah. It's like, those are nice, but they're not changing. The the reviews is one thing that we do have that's like an automatic thing. Maybe on like the 75th day, Mm -hmm. there's an email, maybe on the 80th day, there's a text. Oh, I just want to make sure you saw the email. Here's a link to click on the review to leave us a, you know, if, if, if you've had a great experience yeah. link and, and we'd love to have you leave a review. The other thing, so that's one thing that we do automate because again, like, and, and sometimes when we, when we do the emails, maybe we send a text, depending on how important it is. You know, mm-hmm. we might send a text on like day 50. I mean, an email on day 50 and then a text on like day 55 to follow up to that email. If, if we wanted them to click, if, they, if we wanted them to click a link, if it was educational, yeah. maybe not, but we wanted them to click a link to leave a review or something. But the next step that I think is important that I think a lot of people forget is I think your current people right are the most important most people think it's in my opinion most people think it's the leads right but if the leads are usually cold traffic my my members are currently paying me and that's the and they know the, the warmest leads so like cultivating those relationships is primary mm-hmm. and and then in addition almost maybe even more important than the new leads is everybody that's canceled, you know, because they are already familiar with my, um, with my product. They've already paid us. We've already pre-qualified them in terms of like a dollar's amount of what they're doing. That's not to say that everybody that's canceled, I even want to come back in, but following up and, and having that new cycle of after they cancel, you know, at, at the one-way mark, it's just checking up. Oh, we missed you. We'd love to see you again soon. Maybe at the at the two-week mark, maybe we're sending them an email or a text with you know, 14 at-home right. workouts with, without any equipment. And then we're continuing to see them not, um, you know, let's say when they're newly, they're getting a contact two or three times a week with like phone, email, or whatever. But then when they're cancellation, maybe just once a week because it's not as in their face. Yeah. But we're still kind of following up with them that way as well. I think uh, since, you know, we're recording this just before Thanksgiving and I think, uh, you know, if we, if we think back to college in around Christmas time, if you walk into a bar in your hometown, cause you're home from, from college, if you go, who in here is it most likely for me to go home with tonight and hook up? Obviously somebody you're currently dating, AKA your current customers, that's almost guaranteed. But then do you think you're more likely to hook up with your old girlfriend or somebody you've never met. And I would say everybody would go, your old girlfriend, even though she drove you nuts, that's that member that canceled. You're more likely to have success with her than somebody totally new that you're meeting for the first time that night. And so, yeah. you know, I hate to use a, a, I hope nobody's offended by this analogy, but I just think it makes sense when you yeah. look at it in the dating 100%. world. Like if you're not currently dating somebody, finding somebody you dated in the past, even if it didn't go well, is more likely to work out than somebody brand new. And it's the same yeah. in business. Yeah. So I think that's another, you know, th- that was the other one that we didn't pay attention to. And really every, you know, every quarter, or every six months, we'll go through our, our email list from, from, from the last six or eight months. We'll cross that. Like when it's not automatic and we have the list, we'll cross out mm-hmm. the people that like, we don't want to see again. Yeah. Right. And, and then we call the rest of them. We'll miss, we might, we might, we might, we might, maybe divvy up the list between two or three people and we'll call them and ask them if they want to, you know, come again for a goal review session. Just want to check in, see how you're doing. Have you still been working out? And, you know, and, and maybe we see them on Facebook or we know them on Facebook. So you see them going to Planet Fitness or we see them traveling. So we know that they're out and alive and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, hey, we'd like, you know, haven't seen you in a while. We'd love to get you back in. You know, what, 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 what are you working on now? We're doing goal reviews this month. We'd love to schedule a time. If you just come in, you, know, you don't have to be a member. Just kind of come in, sit and talk to me. There's something that we can help you out with. Um, maybe ask them a question about their nutrition, if they were an old nutrition client or something like yeah. that. So yeah, super, you know, and, and you know, if you make 10, if you make 20 phone calls and you get one, 
right? And 20 phone calls and 19 of them don't answer. You know, it's not like you're going to make this phone call and have 20 minute conversation with them about their family and everything like that. You need no. to know when to like cut yeah. the cord on what's happening there and just like touch base with them. I can, I, I can make those phone calls quick and now you're getting paid a lot of money for that one phone call. Yeah. By the way, Brian, I don't know if you guys do this. We've seen about a four times increase of people picking up the phone. If we send them a text message first going, Hey Brian, I'm making some phone calls. Um, are you available if I call you in the next five minutes? And just sending that kind of open door. And a lot of people either respond, sure, or call me right now, or I'm not available in five minutes, but in two hours I am. And then when you call in two hours, they're very likely to pick up. Uh, We've seen about, we can connect with about four times as many people in in an hour if we send those. Now you got to kind of stage it correctly. You don't want to send one at 501 and call that person at 559. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But yeah, I would 100% answer my phone more if some, if a number that I didn't know texts me and says, mm-hmm. Hey Brian, uh, do you have a couple minutes? I want to talk to you about the gym or this mortgage or your electric, whatever right. it is. Yeah. 100% I would call more because if I don't recognize the phone, I'm not picking it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think most people are like that. And, and even now, like my phone will say like potential spam, mm-hmm. but you can kind of break through Siri or whoever it is. If you say like, Hey, um, Hey Josh, this is Brian from live active Charlotte. Then when you do call, instead of it saying potential spam, it'll say maybe Brian yeah, from right. Live Active Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do get some of those, and I and I do appreciate my phone figuring that out for me. Yeah. Then I, yeah. Uh, you know, I like, I Although probably, it didn't seem to work worth a damn during political season, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, but anyway, you, know, you, yeah. you know, back to what you were talking. I, I read something somewhere. Um, somebody was talking about all this. We were talking about leads and contacting leads and the speed of which is important because if somebody's looking for a gym. In their cold traffic, sometimes we'll text them back and they're like, Oh, which one are you? Yeah. I clicked on every single gym that I saw. So, like, well, we might not be a best fit because they didn't know how much you were or, you know, how far away we were. They just kind of click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, calling them fast is important and just continuing to call them because there was, I don't know, it was a, it was a spam company or something like that talked about, you know, you've got to figure these spam companies probably make a lot of money or even not even the spam companies, all these um, fraud companies about like these emails. Like I'll get, I'll get these emails all the time from PayPal or the prince of some country I never heard of. And like, who answers these? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you know, it really only takes, they send out 1 million emails. You only need three. Dude, and, I, they all, and, and, they, and they all send you $10,000 to get the 10 million that I might get from the dead prince. You made thirty thousand dollars in yep. ten seconds of sending an email, so it's like makes you think like, okay, it's it's it, you want to say it's a numbers game, like it sounds bad, but I think like at the end of the day, like they're all numbers games, yeah, and odds, and the ones that I mean, I live in Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they have figured out number games galore here, and yeah. they work. And and if you were to say like. Oh, come on. How could you possibly get millions of people to come into that town and dump money into a game that they know they're not going to (laughs) win? I would tell you, like, let me walk you down the strip and see how big these hotels are and how flashy the lights are. And I know that, like, in 2018, Southwest Airlines alone brought in 22 million people to my city. 22 million people on one airline were coming in here for a game they knew they couldn't win. But why did they do that? Because... Those hotels reached out to them. Those hotels texted them and said, hey, should you maybe you should be a member of our players club or why don't you come down and we'll give you a hundred free dollars in, in slot credit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's no different than you giving them a free PT session. Of course, they're going to fall in love with it. You know? Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny. Away, um, we were talking about looking at a, at a beach vacation rental. We went to this beach on, uh, it's called Oak, Oak Island and we rented a space through, uh, through a management company. And I was like, oh, this is pretty easy, seamless. And they sent us, uh, you know, sent me some emails. And then on a third day there, it's like, are you loving your stand up island? You should come. You should buy a vacation over here. Here, click this link to find homes for sale. And they were also, uh, they were property management company that also do sales. So I was like, click, 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 click. I was like, at least you want to go. There's a house for sale. It's like $179,000 right here. And it's like, what? I was like, well, you know, the private management company that I rented from sent me an email three days later while yeah. we were here, you know, and, and, and I'm sure they see like, what's the length of your stay? Okay. 
after they're after they're there for 50, 56 hours, I sent them with an email that says, "Hey, we've got some properties for sale right near you, and um, we've got an open house tomorrow. Do you want them to see it?" So it's just like all of those things. I can't imagine how many more sales that they're going to make from that versus me leaving and then when I'm done. To say, hey, Brian, you want to drive back four hours to go look at a house for sale when you didn't even have any desire to even look at houses for sale to begin with? Yeah. Much as likely that I'm going to do something like that. I, I got to tell you a perfect upsell story because I know you'll love it. We were staying in Lake Tahoe for my birthday a couple of weeks ago, staying at this hotel, and we were staying Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. And Sunday, everybody's coming out, right? right. And the Sunday night room rate was like half of what we paid for Saturday night. Maybe it was less mm-hmm. than half. Because as they know, everybody leaves Sunday night, right? right. So... 10 a.m. I get a text on Sunday. Hey, we noticed you haven't checked out. If you'd be interested in extending your stay by one more night, we'll waive the cost of the room. Just pay the resort fee and uh, the tax on the room. So, it, you know, it's going to be 50 bucks instead of like $110, right? And it's dumping snow outside. I'm like, you know, the, the place is a zoo because everybody's trying to get out of town and you know that the roads are going to be backed up. And I'm sitting there going, I wonder how many people are, are doing this. You know, I, I'm thinking that in my mind. So we're walking out. We got to get to the airport. And I remember the, uh, you know, it doesn't snow every night, but it just happened to snow that night. Walking by the bell desk and the guy said, oh, yeah, man, it's crazy. We've had 179 re-ups. And he's telling his, his coworker. And I'm like thinking, yeah, because they just sent a free text message every year, spent a penny on it. 179 people were already at that point were like, yeah, I'll stay another night. And they're going to spend money in the casino. They're going to spend money in the restaurants. They're going to do all that stuff. And it's just like, man, if you just communicate often enough, that, that 10 a.m. text, there's probably somebody going, oh, it's going to be annoying to our clients. It's going to be annoying to them. Not to the 179 people. Yeah, it was a yeah. welcome message to them. And, going, and oh, then that's you don't care. Awesome. And, then, and then you didn't care. It wasn't like it was oh. taking up my time. It yeah. wasn't like you said, you, you got to sit down for this four-hour thing. And even if you, even if you right. raised that, you still just would say no. And for 11 seconds, I was like, if you didn't have a flight. Yeah. Right? And I, I mean, was like you, thinking like, I wonder how much it would be to change to tomorrow's yeah, flight. Yeah, yeah. And, I'll just pick up know, the difference. I'll change my yeah, flight. Grandma and grandpa watch the kids another day. <laughs> like, I mean, there were some calculations going on in my mind. Yeah. So. And, 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 and that's kind of what, you know, and, and then if you multiply that by the big picture, I was like 179 times one weekend. So if, if you or the office or the gym did that, you know, every Sunday night. Yeah. You know, that's, Six thousand you know, is ten thousand more room stays. Right. If uh, you if you could have a way on Sunday night to look at all your open personal training sessions and set up a campaign that automatically offered those to past clients, mm-hmm. uh, I can't imagine you wouldn't get three people a week doing that, right? Like, yeah. And then could you resell one of those into membership? Come on, like you're printing money yeah. at that point. Which, 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 which is why that two on one thing that I say is like, even if I say, Josh, come in with your friend Tim. We're not going to charge you as it's not going to be, it's not going to be one of your PT sessions. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pay the coach what, what, their, what their money is. So it's going to cost us that, but that's like the marketing cost of a really, really warm lead to get to be paying for a hot, very, very potentially high dollar client. Right. You know, um, you're making money, right? I mean, like right, there's right, no way yes, it couldn't yes. work. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Brian, I certainly appreciate your time. I know you're busy and uh, you got a bunch of stuff going on. We've already been on for, I think we're like 45 minutes or an hour in here. So I do appreciate it. Uh, If people want to reach out to you and and talk more, uh, where can they, where Um, can they find you? I'll give my email because I don't know any of the other, any of my other contacts. Um, My email is drdrbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianbrianb
so that you can build up a great uh, practice with a, a gym that's doing recurring revenue on the side. And you can check that out at clinicgymconnect.com. Uh, and if you have any questions about that, go ahead and reach out to me. Brian, I certainly appreciate you being on the, on the podcast today, man. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Well, be, on behalf of Dr. Brian Strump out there in beautiful Charlotte, this is Dr. Josh Satter saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Josh. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. We've got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients.